0: Welcome to Manhattan, 2118. A hundred years in the future. New York is a city of innovation and dreams. Everyone there wants something, and everyone has something to lose. Letta Cole's flawless exterior belies a secret addiction to a drug she should have never tried and a boy she never should have touched. Aristod Radson's beautiful, carefree life falls to pieces when a heartbreaking betrayal tears her family apart. Rylan Meyer's job on one of the highest floors sweeps her into a world and a romance she never imagined. But will this new life cost Rylan her old one? Watt Bacardi is a tech genius with a secret. He knows everything about everyone. But when he's hired to spy for an upper floor girl, he finds himself caught in a complicated web of lies. And living above everyone else on the thousandth floor is Avery Fuller. The girl genetically designed to be perfect. The girl who seems to have it all, yet is tormented by the one thing she can never have. Amid breathtaking advancement and high tech luxury, five teenagers struggle to find their place at the top of the world. But when you're this high up, there's nowhere to go but down. This is Beauty in the Book. babes out there, thanks for joining us again on Beauty in the Book. This is Chelsea. This is Kinsey. And this is Morgan. I thought I'd try this episode with, like, a new introduction versus just,
1: hey.
0: Hey. Because I feel like I sound a little creepy, you know. Hey, guys. (laughs)
1: Hey. Hey. I sound
0: stoned today. I'm not stoned. I'm just off my meds and my mind's a little, like, fuzzy. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't, like remembered to fill my meds you do that a lot i know and it like messes with my brain like so bad it feels like it's like my brain is like vibrating i don't right? know if... and like So you get connecting? that too oh yeah oh my gosh kate i thought i was like going no. crazy or having like no. needing to have like brain surgery now. no <laughs> because i'm like my brain just like feels so fuzzy and stuff when yes. I get off my anxiety Yes. Yeah.
2: and then like and. it feels like there's the, the wall outlet and the plug and it's like when you can't yeah when at night you're trying to plug in your charger and you just keep missing the outlet oh no. exactly that's, like, that's how it feels
0: oh my gosh I'm so glad I'm not the only one <laughs> I thought I was going crazy cause my mom's like vibrating and I even asked Dave about that cause you know he's like a nurse Yeah. and he's just like I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, Okay, I'm going crazy. No,
2: I totally get it. (sighs) if I take if I don't take my anxiety, my brain feels like it's vibrating (gasps) and just serious like mind fog. Oh my
0: gosh. Maybe that's what makes me feel today. Because I'm just like I'm
2: exhausted
3: this
2: week. Same and I'm not even off my meds. I think I just need to like get my meds upped because I
0: think I just need to go on vacation. So do I. I only have a month and a half left. I hate you. So much. But I'm gonna get you something for your birthday from there. You are? Of course. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Wait, when are you going on vacation? April 15th. Oh, okay, good. You'll be there for my bridal shower. Yes, we will. Oh, when is that? Um, we were going to do it the 17th, but, um, I changed it to the week after, because it's like my birthday weekend. Yeah. And my mom's like, well, we're celebrating you. I'm like... What if I don't want to go to a bridal shower on my right. birthday weekend? Yeah. Wow, I just sounded like stiff. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: if it? I don't want to go to a bridal shower it. for
0: me? You get, get it? it. You got me. It. Okay. So,
1: what are you doing for it? When's the exact day? Yeah. Sorry. Um, I don't know, but it's like early April. So. Early April. Okay. Yeah.
0: Just let me know because I, I need to rest
2: off. And come back the 20th. Hmm? Oh.
0: So exciting. Kinsey's going to Disney World, if you didn't know that. We're all jealous of her. All jelly. All jealous. Although, like, I, like, saw this post, you know? I just see, like, clickbait every time I, like, log into Google where it's, like, Disneyland is, like, opening up soon. (laughs) Okay.
2: There are guidelines starting to be put into place for uh, California amusement parks. There's no legit date of when it'll open.
0: I knew it was just clickbait. Freak! I'm so glad I didn't click on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's just clickbait.
2: But there have I'm been like, there have been some cast members in the Disneyland side. Okay. What are you doing in there? Well, one they're uh, remodeling Snow White's Scary Adventure. <gasps> um, Getting
0: cute. a facelift.
1: Okay. As
0: yeah. I mean, like, I feel like that's what makes it creepy, though. Is that like, how old it and is? creepy? That witch, like, they they ain't taking me. the witch out.
1: <laughs> okay. Good. They're just
2: they're doing like kind okay. of a better storyline to oh, it. Okay.
1: That okay. makes more sense. Yeah. That
2: like okay. follows closer to the movie. You yeah. Where you more so feel like you are Snow
0: White going mm-hmm. through the story. Okay, that makes sense. Cause like I didn't get that. It was like. I had to have somebody explain it to me, yeah. being like, oh, you're Snow White, because I'm yeah. like, I went on this ride, and I didn't see Snow White till, like, the very end, yeah. and it wasn't yeah. even Snow White, it was, like, a painting of her in the prince yeah. leaving.
1: Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh! I was just gonna- <laughs> I was waiting to <laughs> talk about uh, it, so, it! Oh my, it, my gosh. gosh!
0: Freaking Snow White Scary Ventures. Me and Morgan- Horrifying. Rode on the one in Disneyland Paris- kidding you not, the animatronics at the end of that ride of Snow White and the Prince are so Horrifying. creepy. I feel so like I've seen So freaking seen laughable. Pictures.
1: Like, go and look it up. Let me, it's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. And you're like, well, they look like Barbie dolls, yeah, first of all. It doesn't
0: even look like the Disney characters, which is so funny, because, like, yes. at the beginning of the ride, you see Snow White, and she looks, like, from the cartoon, and then you reach the end of the ride, and you're just, like... And it's like, they just kind of gave up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, what
1: the hair oh, is heck? so nasty. It's they, like,
0: so freaking creepy. I'm serious. They didn't like, have enough in the budget. Stop what you're doing right now. Go look up Disneyland Paris Snow White ride. It's, like
1: creepy as I'll get out. That's like, look at that. Ooh! Yeah! <laughs> Ooh! Give me that. Yeah, that is like, I think you can scroll that's, through. That's like a mannequin. Yeah. That's not even an animatronic. Exactly. That is a mannequin. Well, that the arm
0: would, like, move like in, this. i like, H&M. saying. I feel like they literally gave up because she looks like Snow White at the beginning and then at the end of the ride you see that freaking it monstrosity
1: looks- and you're like,
0: what? It literally so Ooh, it looks exactly
1: awful. like the same one in Disneyland, like in California, at the beginning. Yeah, and then it just yeah. goes to that. Yeah, and me and okay. Chelsea were just sitting there like, this is the scariest part of this whole. <laughs> oh, Which terrifies me, but <laughs> not, not today. I like what? they legit
2: just look like.
1: Plastic yeah, jackets. they look like yeah. Barbie
2: dolls just enlarged. So freaking weird. The horse even looks awful. Yeah. Like the whole thing is bad. It's, it's really terrible. Bad. Ooh. Yeah.
1: No, I wanted to talk about that. I was just waiting because I was like, oh my gosh. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we literally had it click in our same. Yeah. At the same like, time it was horrifying. You know, I mean, terrifying. Terrible wigs. Terrible everything. Um, this is a book podcast. Yeah, it is. But, but I have one more thing about Disney. Okay, Disneyland. okay. <laughs> let's hear it. This is my be. other passion
2: besides books is Disney. Yes, they're also updating the Jungle Cruise. Oh. Mm. So they're taking away the Aboriginals because of, you
0: know yeah. it's kind of mm-hmm. offensive. You know.
2: Yeah. Uh, and so they're doing just like a little bit of a different storyline, following okay. more of the skippers of the boats. Oh. Okay. So they're basically just focusing on their story quote-unquote
1: oh okay well i'm interested the concept is interesting once that opens up, we'll have to go see it. Um, they're well, revamping the one. see it all the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're revamping the one in Disneyland and Disney World. Oh, okay. cool. Okay. Are the
0: animatronic animals still going to be there? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they're actually having more animatronic animals. Yes! It's like like one of the skipper boats gets capsized by a whole bunch of <gasps> monkeys. And...
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, not even going to lie, when I was a kid, I thought they were, like, real animals. Oh, I was kind of freaked out when, like, the hippopotamus, right? like, lunges.
1: I'm like, this is where I die. Like, I full-on screamed, right like, here. horror. The tiger always
2: kind of creeped me out <gasps> at, like, the beginning of the ride.
0: Exactly. Kind of at least. It's but then I was also
2: like, tiger.
0: I know, I'm like, <laughs> animals, but why do I feel like something's going to, like come out of the water, and drag me down. Um, not All even right. going to lie. That's how I feel, I was, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes! Mm-hmm. I was so terrified that, <laughs> I like... I still am! I won't sit on the I ends! I won't sit on the ends either, because I feel like it's <laughs> going... Like, one of these days, they're going to go off of the Curse oh, of the Black Right, and yes. have, like, We're the, the skeletons. skeletons climbing out yes. of the water. You could not pay me enough. This is <laughs> one of my favorite rides. But mm. that is like my constant fear. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I mean, I don't know what is my deal. Like, animatronics kind of freak me out. Not I going mean, to same. lie. Not gonna lie. I mean, like, I'm like terrified to ride on the Matterhorn now that they've like updated the Yetis in it. But it's so much cooler. I know. I have been riding it before. I know because I didn't know they didn't move back then, but now they do, and I'm so scared to go back on yeah. because I'm like, I know this isn't real. Okay, guys, I have to tell you the funniest story about Chelsea.
2: (laughs) We were in Disneyland when we were younger, and we were on the Matterhorn bobsleds, and it was her first time on it, and we were riding with my parents, and she's, like, covering her ears and her (laughs) eyes, not holding on to anything. Let me mind you, the safety system in Matterhorn is not great. No. No. <laughs> it's such I'm as like, a I built
0: literally just got like a severe case of whiplash.
2: Whiplash! I'm pretty sure you got like a minor case of whiplash by the end of it. And then she like came off the ride in tears. It because was so funny. I
0: don't like to be scared. Oh, near not. I, I love horror movies, but that's because like. I can at least control horror movies. Ugh. Oh, yeah. This is the reason why I refuse to go in Haunted Houses mm-hmm. and stuff, and it's just... But it was so no. funny. I know. And then it's I finally fun. went back on, and I was like, what the hell was I even scared of? You know? <laughs> Whatever. But now they freaking... The Yetis to be like the one from Escape Everest. Obviously, it's but not they don't as like, big. They don't like reach for it. But they like, like, like- I- pull their bodies out. No! i gonna have to go on it and just be brave you know i'll show you a video. this is a 23 year old woman <laughs> still freaked oh, I saw- out by animatronics mind you i was terrified of mannequins and wax figures when i was younger chelsea was
2: terrified of the people who play characters the actors you
0: don't know who's you're there.
2: Chelsea was afraid of Santa Claus when we were Kay. younger. You
0: know,
2: you couldn't have paid her enough money in the I just
0: world. I have a lot of weird <laughs> phobias. It's not my fault. I eventually got over it. You know, I was just gonna say we we need, we need to. When I was ten years yeah, old. Yeah, we need
2: to address <laughs> the fact that she did get over it and she's met Goofy. Everything is fine. I pet
0: Clifford the Big Red Dog in first grade. Everything and is and That's, that's what was, made me be like, you know what? These guys are okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. He was a kind of guy. guy. Well, what do I know? Maybe it was, like, a creepy guy from the school, Essex School, and he was getting his jollies <laughs> off of hugging, like, a first grader. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's but just, he was nice. Yeah. I moved on from that. Yeah, we're, we're grown up. Now. We're, we're all good right. now. Chelsea's, Chelsea's okay now. <laughs> I'm good. As long as they can't touch me, as long as they're not lunging for me, I'm fine. Oh, no, okay. Babe. This is fine. Yeah,
2: wow. Everything's fine. But like you said, this is a book podcast. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was just gonna say. I like, saying, like, like, think it was a
0: Disneyland podcast from this opening, but I'd be down to start that too. I'm you saying. know what? I'm always down to talk about Disneyland. It's freaking great. It yeah. makes me happy. It does. So guys, also sad right now, but it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Morgan, what are you
1: reading this week? Guess what, guys? I finished Coral today. <laughs> I finished I it today. Did it. And it was so good. 10 out of 10. We'll go over it some other time. You mean 5 out of 5? We don't do sorry. 10 out of 10 here. Well, 10 out of 10 would read <laughs> again. 10 out of 10 begin. is too much. Well, 10 out of 10 it's would read It's overkill, Morgan. I'm sorry. But, um, but 6 five, out of 5. But I we'll do we'll, give we'll it, let you do that. I did give Six it 5 out. stars. We'll go over it later once Chelsea's read it. Or whatever, but yeah, because
0: I kind of want to read that. I mean, I'll be honest. I like saw the book, and then I lured Morgan over. It. Yeah, I was like, Morgan, this is about the Little Mermaid, because you know well, Morgan loves like, redheaded characters. Read the back. And yeah, and like then she bought and... it, so I was like, great, I'll read this later. So, <laughs> and
1: I decided to read it after I finished with the Bone Witch. I loved it. It was really good. Awesome. So, what are you reading now? I am now reading the Heart Forager, which is the second book to the Bone Witch. Finally, yes, we're here. But at least I bought all the books. I have all the books, so I can start whenever. (gasps) Although it should be acknowledged
0: that Morgan bought the third book, thinking that it It was was the the second
1: second book. book. (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, I haven't read the book series, but I don't think that's right. No, it was not. No, but I bought it, and then I was like, oh my gosh, and then I ordered the second one, and then so like I had them at the same time. So. Nice. look at you like, i just nice was just like i can't have this one and then just sitting there it's no i feel so. You. i feel you it's, it's weird different.
2: it's very hard for me to like buy the first book in a series knowing that there are other books there um, but then also just, being like, like what if i don't like
0: the first right, book yeah. <laughs> i don't want to waste my money on the rest of the exactly. series exactly sure. i mean i've had that with several books i <gasps> majority of the time like I, it will, a book will pique my interest enough for me to keep like reading it but mm. like I'll be honest there was one series I think it was called like the first book was called Wake and I'm like you either it's like you either sink or swim with like mermaid books and stuff yeah, really they can nervous. either be really good or, really, or really, really cheesy and stuff and I read this book because I saw the th- cover for I think it was like the third book and it looked really cool And I was like yo I want to read these book series and so I read the first book And that was, like, the first time that I was like, I hate the storyline. I was actually not rooting for the main characters to stay together. I'm like, no, I don't like this. Yeah. So, gave up on that. Yeah. Um, Kinsey, what are you reading?
2: I'm still on *Grill Serpent Thorn, but I've at least moved. We are 55% of the way done with the book.
3: Ooh!
2: So we're getting somewhere. Getting there. And I already have my next book picked out, so we're good perfect. perfect what are you reading
0: next after the fire mm. um, i've never heard that oh. oh very nice very nice Interesting. um i've seriously set it in my mind's goal that i was going to finish <laughs> the towering sky this week uh i haven't even touched it
2: yeah, you because haven't.
0: like I became so behind. I mean, like, I was scrambling to do the thousand floor review today, guys. This has just been, like, I said, an exhausting week for me. I was not <laughs> in the mood. Hopefully, I will finish it <laughs> by next week. I mean, I have to finish it. You're doing the dazzling heights next, next week. week, so <laughs> gotta get that crap done. Darn so, right. get it done. Anyways, um, yeah, like I said, we're reviewing The Thousandth Floor today. hmm I have all the thoughts. Kinsey has a lot of feelings
1: on this book. <laughs> this is the- I think this will be the first one that we- <laughs> I feel like maybe I should have made you review this one, because you just have so much to say, but- it's okay. No,
0: it's okay. See, I'll do my review. You're, exactly.
2: You're gonna do the review and you're gonna get through it mm-hmm. and and I can give my thoughts along.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be one of our shorter reviews, guys. I I kinda dropped the ball on this one, not gonna lie. But there's so much going on in this book. There's so many different POVs. You're five. I feel like That's i was confusing myself trying to write this, yeah, and stuff, so I feel like it would be just good. Like, usually, we go through the entire book, which is basically what we're doing today. It's just not necessarily as in it's depth. on a more
2: dialed down yeah. tone because there are so many point of views, and mm-hmm. it, it really would just be too confusing, too confusing to try to go chapter by chapter considering exactly. each chapter is I a mean, different point of view. There's so much time. that happens
0: that I was sitting there, I was like. Is this re- relevant to tell, or should I just skip this part? And I'll bring up a couple of instances, um, like that, but...
1: The most I will read for POVs is three. Three's asking a yeah. lot of somebody. This is a lot, Five, and I mean, think why Kinsey mm-hmm. has her feelings so that's much That's very
0: taxing on, on a mean, person. Like, it is. It can, It scrambles your mind, I mean. It does.
2: It makes it really hard. When you have that many different point of views in a story, mm-hmm. it makes it really hard to focus on the story. Right.
0: Because you're constantly, you're, like, switching yeah. back between, like one person, so you'll get invested in one section and then it will completely switch to another yeah. story and you won't get back to that other person's side so, of like the another story. Four chapters. Exactly. So uh-huh. it's just
1: it's
2: it really is a lot. Yeah. I feel like she could have cut it down to
0: three. Max three Oh, totally three. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the weird part is is like in the second book it's like she doesn't cut it down she adds even more that I'm like yes no yeah she adds more another person I'm like I'm struggling with this I don't know maybe I'm not as a skilled reader as so many out there but it just it it made it like very hard hard to
2: comprehend
0: it did Mm -hmm. it made it very hard to follow along with the story because Mm -hmm. we were constantly being switched between so many points of view and stuff I'm like I don't know. Yeah, and
2: it's not even, like, a different point of view of the thing that happened from the other character's point of view. It's a whole different story, essentially. Right. You're not staying in the same scene. Like, there was certain-
0: I mean, like, the parts with, like, the upper tower kids when they're together, I mean, like, obviously that's a lot easier to do, but then you throw on the lower tower kids and I bet she's, like, trying to, like, show this, like, classism and stuff- but it's, it's hard when you're just, like, you just read, like, I'm these people are at this party and stuff. Or this you glamorous go, party yeah. on, like, the and 900 you go and to something a completely floor. different storyline of
1: being, like, hey, why was I brought here? What was the point of this exactly. chapter at It was just a lot of not very important things that you were added. You could have taken out exactly. a lot of stuff in the story. I mean into it as we go along okay. but
0: once again we'll just start out with a little bit about the author, the author you know and stuff get to know her a little bit the author of the thousandth floor is Catherine mcgee she is most well known for writing the thousandth floor series which was her debut novel okay Novel. Oh my uh-huh. god, I can't talk. Novel! Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, so this
0: was her debut novel. Okay. I mean, she chose to go a very complex way for her first novel. So I that can like be
1: very unique.
0: For yeah. Given. So yeah. she did a good job, I will say, yeah. for it being her first novel. I just think she could have done... She could have dialed it down a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Exactly. It was just...
1: if. You feel like it was just a lot of, like, excitement that she put into it, and so that led to a lot of stuff that just was very not. Yeah, it was
0: (laughs) So, she is known for the Thousand Floor series, but she also is the author of the American Royals series, which, yeah, I didn't look too much into it, because, I don't know, unless it goes back into, like, history, I'm not, like, a huge fan of, like, modern day royals. It's just, it's. Morgan, you you got this look on your face. What do you
1: have to say? Okay, I... With those kinds of books, I don't mind, like, if it's a fairy tale with a modern take on it. I think Mm -hmm. that's really cool. Like, um, that's kind of what Coral was about. Yeah, but that's that's a
2: fairy tale. But I'm just saying, like...
1: I... But I'm just saying, like, I don't mind those kinds. But if it's, like, a historical... I don't think this is historical. It's just, like... It's like a Princess Diaries situation,
0: which I, like, freaking love. Oh, the Princess movie. Diaries. Never thought to read the books. Didn't even know it was based off of a book. But... I, was just like, I don't way, know. American I just... Royals
2: is, what if America had a royal family? That's Oh, really? really? All oh. Wow.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: Okay, what? so it's kind of like a futuristic book, I guess you could say. Not even, like, Not it, even a, like a it's different, like a different, an
2: alternative book. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay,
0: so like an alternate universe. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. That's that. okay, that's interesting. Okay, that's a that's yeah. a new thing. maybe. Okay, I don't know. When America I won the Revolutionary
2: War, its people offered General George Washington a crown, and two and a half centuries later, the House of Washington still sits on the throne.
3: Oh, yeah. wait,
0: it's like George Washington's <laughs> descendants. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe I'll look more into it. I but... feel like my mom's read these books. Yeah, I'm like they looked familiar, but yeah. they were released. I mean, I was looking to make sure this yeah, her was her debut novel, but they were released like oh, okay. a little bit later, so mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. I okay. Um,
0: I don't know either. But she is originally from Houston, Texas. Okay. Um, moved to New York City, though, and it was in her apartment that she actually came up for the thousandth floor idea. Mm. Which I can totally see yeah. that, you know, in New York. See all those skyscrapers be mm-hmm. like, hmm. What if? I got a little idea from this. What if? She studied English and French literature at Princeton, but then gained her MBA at Stanford. Oh, okay. And then she now currently resides in Philadelphia. She's moving everywhere. She's she's traveled a little over the world. She's a travel
2: girl. That doesn't sound
1: right, sorry. Oh <laughs> Yeah, it's going laugh. I'm, I'm like, like not mm, the world. i careful <laughs> how you that, girl. Yeah. doesn't sound right. Sorry. <gasps> we, we all make those mistakes. No worries. All right.
0: So now that we've uh, discussed a little about it, the author, I feel like this is a good time to just jump right into the book. We don't need no history lesson <laughs> like we did last week. <laughs> um... Yeah, so the book basically opens up with a prologue that is set in the future, and it reveals a death of an anonymous character. Um, We know it's female. Yeah. We don't know if the person has either, like, jumped or, or they've if, fallen yeah. to their death. So I'm like, that definitely, like, intrigued my mind. I'm like, okay, that's a good way to start off a book. It totally know?
2: intrigued me, too, and that's when I was like, a good book then my mind slowly started changing <laughs> the rest of the book
0: <laughs> exactly because i'm like that definitely like gave me being like mm, it was a really strong
2: opening with like a really weak ending right oh yeah
3: yeah i
0: mean the ending's a little interesting the I ending is a little interesting coming, no and i'll explain why um later on as we get through the book i mean but yeah So we are, we are, um, just set up with that, like, little, like, tidbit of, like, this is going to happen and stuff, and these are the events that are going to, like, lead Mm. up to this happening. So, like we said, there's several different points of view throughout this book. The first one we are introduced to is um, Avery Fuller, who is a genetically modified girl. So basically, like, her parents created her in a test tube. They took the best parts of each into them and made her into this, like, most beautiful, perfect person. She's the
2: most beautiful girl in the tower. She's literally perfect. So,
1: like, the gold people and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, man. Pretty much. Pretty much, exactly.
0: Yeah, she's just, like, perfect, Perfect. which, uh, a couple times through the book, by the description of her parents, they're, like, all have, like, yeah, (laughs) they're, like, really ugly, and I'm, like, you got the How did you get the jeans from that? From that, I mean, I guess if you like dabble in jeans a lot
1: experimentation,
0: yeah. Whatever, we're going to get this like beautiful girl. (laughs) But it's like, it's described that her parents, like, they both have like brown hair. I mean, it even says her mom's hair is like super frizzy. Right. At the beginning Mm. of the book. So I'm like, how did you get a girl with like this like corn silk blonde hair? Yeah.
1: I mean,. I Genetic. Once again,
0: genetics. You got blonde hair somewhere
1: in the family. Somewhere. They might have added something else here
0: and there. Who knows? Yeah. But, yeah, so, obviously, if her parents were wealthy enough to make this, like, beautiful baby, they're basically, like, the richest people in the tower and they stuff. They are the richest they, people in yeah, the tower. Yeah. They reside on the thousandth floor. And yeah. there's only floor. one penthouse and that's, on the thousandth floor. floor. And you later come to find out that um Avery Fuller's father is basically the one who initiated the project of building like these mega towers. Mega oh. towers where like so many people live in. Like they've basically like made these towers to be like full functioning
2: cities. Yes. Oof. So, like, Central Park resides on an entire floor, um, along with the neighborhood of Central Park, which honestly for me was really hard to imagine. Exactly. Like, I'm like. The imagery of how you would get an uh, entire. Like, Central Park is huge. Exactly. How do you. I just can't wrap my brain around something that big yeah it's
0: like when they describe when she like describes these things like where they go to like I can't like picture a world inside, inside a, tower. a tower. I just imagine it looking like a tower. Maybe my mind is just like so used to like our modern day, like, maybe that this is, is how it. it is. But she like, she basically like describes in like certain parts it's like you're outside because they've like yeah. made it that way. But uh, you're not, you're outside got... with not really being outside. Yeah, but you're not outside because you're the windows the don't tower. open. Yeah.
1: You're in the like tower. Like in Wally. Yeah, yes. a little bit, yeah. exactly. Like, their whole entire civilization is in this one concentrated yeah. area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
2: but yeah. then you come to find out that there's still New York outside of
0: the tower. So that, th- I think that's the part that, like, confuses me the yeah. most. I'm like, there's still a world outside the tower, but the people are living in this tower, and yeah. it's like they've created a whole nother world. <gasps> yeah, So it's. but like, the people that live outside of the tower are like the poor people right but not every state or country has a tower well and my reasoning is wondering like what is the use of creating a tower to this like level full level and stuff to create it so that they don't have to go outside i mean a part of me was thinking like the world has gone to, like, like a and stuff. Like, Yeah, exactly. And they can't go outside, but... But you can! You can. So, that's the part
2: that... There's co- still the whole actual so like, world outside. Only the
1: rich people can live in the tower, but, like... Not the, even necessarily well, not even
2: rich. There's, that. like, the lower floors that you're still, quote-unquote, poor... Yeah. ...that you
1: still live in. But, like, there's a whole outside world that... Is perfectly fine... Or yeah, is it yeah. It's perfectly fine. I mean, I I, I
0: just don't. get <laughs> Maybe that's why I struggle so much. I'm like and I'm still like struggle today cuz I feel like even through like reading through the other books you still don't get a definitive answer to like why these ginormous Don't towers are, exist. are being built? I mean, like, there's I, no
1: purpose. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's no motivation to make them. Like, they had. No. There was no reason they should be making these. No. Like, you get. Okay. The
2: farther you get into the book, you'll travel like different places for mm-hmm. some of the characters. Okay. They go like Paris, and there's no tower in Paris. There's the Eiffel Tower. Okay. But it's just Paris. It's just. Paris, as it is today,
0: exactly.
1: That's just like so... a few modifications, yeah. So, it's just very th- confusing, it's, yeah. I it mean, doesn't feel like the tower love... was need driven,
0: yes, exactly. Like, I'm there's like no... what was the purpose behind building this tower? Yeah. And if like the situations in the lower floors are so bad, then why are these people choosing to move into these lower floors? Exactly, exactly
2: that's what I wish this book
3: would have had.
0: Yeah, went into Just more detail. I mean, I get, like, we're focusing like, on once again, the class systems like, yes, and like, the grass isn't always greener, greener on, on the other, other side. side and yeah. stuff, but if you're creating this whole other entire world you yeah. need to kind of give me an explanation as to yeah. why we're doing this yeah, so that I can visualize it in mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah, because I, I had a
2: really With hard time a
0: lot of futuristic books i mean there's this like one book under the never sky where like basically yes. like the world is mm-hmm. like decaying around them yeah so they live in like these compounds that are kind of they're like, called well,
1: moles that's yeah, what their nickname is but like but
0: i was able to imagine this because i'm like she gave me like the reasoning why they were put in these towers what was yeah yeah well it just a lot more
1: sense like there was reasoning why they had to be built like there was like i feel like they should have had like a more of like a political agenda of like what or like just something that just made sense Mm -hmm. because they had to do it for survival yeah and so if they're just there just because that's a little bit off to me and and we'll get
2: into like book two where california is in a bubble yeah for a specific reason. Okay. But there was a they reason. They never
0: clarified the reason, though. It was like pollution. Pollution. Yeah, but then it's like, why is it specifically designated to California? Right. Why isn't it
2: outreach right. to I mean, the but rest? But still, at least there was like a semblance of a reason why it was right. built in the first place. Exactly. Whereas you never get that with the
0: towers. No.
2: It's like. I'm they're like, just there. And
0: obviously, <laughs> yeah. like pollution is the problem in California. But it's also <gasps> a really it, big problem in New York. But that's in what York. I'm putting out there. I mean, like, wouldn't like building a tower on this scale where you have so many things inside it make the condition outside worse. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Alright. just what I think they're too. just causing really think problems. too much. <laughs> <But> <laughs> these
2: are the things that I wanted answered.
0: <laughs> well. A little bit more about Avery. She enjoys gardening and country music, which, wow. Love country. Never <laughs> meet a character that loves country music. Oh, it's really interesting that you so,
2: garden inside a tower.
0: <laughs> Once again! Exactly. Like, there's a whole ecosystem. are you gardening on the thousandth floor? There's a but whole ecosystem to it. Obviously, this girl is tired of only being noticed for her looks and complimented. I mean, like, reading through the book, you notice, like, the vast majority of her friends are only with her because of how she looks. And even the guys that go out with her. Yeah. I mean, you're the most beautiful girl in the world, of course. The majority of people Hotels that are stuff. only going to like you is because yeah. of your looks and stuff. Your this looks is... And money. <laughs> yeah. This is where it gets a little problematic, though, because it is, like, revealed... In the first chapter, she's, like, climbing up to the roof and just contemplating stuff. And then she starts thinking of, like, the one person she truly loves, the only person that really, like, sees her for herself, is this boy named Atlas, who we come to find out is her brother. (laughs) Yep! Incest is not best! I mean, (laughs) go further into the book! You find out that he is adopted, so they're they're not not biologically
1: related. But but that's still wrong. It's legally they are brother and sister. Yes! Yeah.
0: I mean, and she feels this need to hide it from everyone. So she She obviously knows knows in the back of her mind this is wrong. I considered this person who I've grown up with to be my brother. But yet I have these feelings of... Yeah. I'm in love
1: with him. No! It's like, right gross. She just does it anyways? No yeah. moral compass, I see. Yeah. Like, that's it just, just... It's
2: gross. I don't it's know gross. how you could I don't know. grow up with an <sighs> adoptive brother and be all like, like you said, this is my brother. Exactly. I grew up with him, But still have yucky, icky... He's He's
0: for I get it's
1: not incest, but it feels like incest. When you are legally brother and sister, that's how you are. Right. Like, there's there's no other... It's illegal. Like, that's not... And I don't get if this is was,
0: like, the feeling she was trying to coax out of us. If this was the point being, like, she knows it's wrong, but y'all know it's wrong and stuff. Forbidden this is why romance. it's problematic, but... I don't know. That's what makes her whole character problematic for me and why I don't
2: like her. I will <laughs> let you guys all know that right now. I do not like Avery. I
0: mean, Avery is. She's a very, like, problematic girl. She's an annoying character. She's <laughs> an Um, yeah. Uh, we've also come to find out that Atlas has kind of been MIA for the last year. Mm-hmm. He just basically, like, took off. Mm-hmm doesn't let doesn't keep in contact with anyone doesn't let anyone know where he is where he's okay. been and stuff which I mean I'll put it out here too I hate Atlas uh-huh he is like the worst possible human being there ever is he's so scary one and gross. he just like picks up and leaves without telling anyone mm-hmm. and then go a little bit further on in the book he just shows up at this party. Just out of the blue. Yeah. Nobody
2: knew he was coming back or Doesn't, where he's and been. like
0: when people ask him, being like, hey, where have you yeah. been? Like, what's been going on? He just kind of like dances around yeah, the question without like that, actually answering yeah. the question and stuff. Which brings us in to our next character. Okay. Who is. I call her Letta. Kinsey calls her. I call her Lita. We looked up the pronunciation. It came out as Leda, so God, I, 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 I guess it's Leda. I guess. <laughs> Listen to your heart, guys. Um, she is Avery's best friend. She is one of the upper class people that live on the higher floor. She Uptown. lives on. Yeah, she lives on the nine hundred and sixty second floor. Okay. With her um very rich parents, her dad Everett. Nope, nope, nope. That's someone else. Um, yeah. No. Her parents. Um, I was thinking of something else. Someone else. Sorry. Yeah. She lives on the higher floor, but unlike Avery, Leta was not born into wealth. World- oh my gosh. Leta. Sorry, guys. Was not born into wealth. Her parents worked, like, very hard to get mm-hmm. where they are, okay. so it's kind of a situation where they started at the bottom, but moved all their way to the top, mm-hmm. which I'd automatically just causes a lot of pressure on yes, this character totally. because she, obviously her parents worked up to the way to the top so they expect the most mm-hmm. of her and stuff um this also doesn't help her situation Letta and Atlas end up sleeping together we come to find out before Atlas took off before Atlas took off yeah. <laughs> And then he did, this is after. So after they sleep together, that's when he decides to go MIA. Like, and just completely. Two hours after they sleep together. Yeah.
1: So obviously,
0: this girl (laughs) becomes um, crazy depressed and obsessed over him, driving her to become addicted to this certain drug called. I don't know how to pronounce it. I pronounced it, exetonephrine That is definitely not it. How would you? Uh, I kept pronouncing it
2: like, I pronounced it like ezenefrin. It's totally not that, but it starts with an X, and ends with an N. So.
0: <laughs> but basically, this is just a fictional drug that is very like similar to the effects of an antidepressant mm. and stimulant. Yeah. And stuff. So, obviously becoming high on life, you know, not really life, but drugs. Drugs are not the answer, kids. But is <clears throat> sent to a rehabilitation center, and that's where we find her coming home. From From at the beginning of the book when we're first introduced Mm -hmm. to her. Obviously, once again, feeling that pressure of keeping up appearances. She doesn't let anybody know, yes, exactly, that she was in a rehabilitation summer. I think she said she was, like, at her relatives who don't live in the tower and stuff place just saying she needed to get away and not letting anyone know that she has substance abuse however once again bringing up atlas that fine young man he just f's with her emotions can i just <laughs> put it out there he shows up at this random party she obviously confronts him mm-hmm. yeah. and is like what's the deal what what on which mm. at the at this first part i'm like props you girl for just being like Standing up for yourself, hey, right? Yeah. You're th- It was not cool for you to leave me. Like, are you going to explain for why you did what yeah. you did mm-hmm. and then just left? And then, like I said before, he just dances around all the questions with not exactly answering them, just being like, oh, I needed need to get away, guys. You know? I was going through some things. I was going through some things and stuff. Yeah.
2: See, but yeah. lonely.
0: <laughs> He's the worst. I hate him. He's the worst. <laughs> um, but, so, yeah, obviously still feeling this toil of emotion, she once again, throughout the course of the book, becomes addicted to exetinephrine again. Sorry about it. <laughs> but, and her obsession with oh. Atlas just continues to grow even more hey. and more. She's insane. <laughs> legit
1: stalker level insane or- yes
2: okay because you're gonna meet another character here real soon that she hires to stalk him
0: <laughs> yes we're coming up on him but um so the next pov that we're introduced to is rylan myers who par- whose parents died leaving her to raise her little sister chrissa on the floor 43 so... So she's a down tower. This is another problematic problem I have with this book. How is, I believe she's 16, 16 or 17, mm-hmm. able to maintain an apartment in this floor and take care of her sister without being a legal adult? Because
2: in certain states, on a legal standpoint... Uh, you can get emancipated at the age of 16. So oh, is that what happened in this case? Well, so since both her parents died and she's 16, so technically of legal age to be emancipated, uh, you can therefore become a quote-unquote legal adult. Is that what happened?
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, problem solved. <laughs> problem
0: remember, solved. remember, she
2: doesn't go to school. She gets a job yeah. instead. Yes. So...
1: Okay. still like a we'll lot that's really taxing uh, oh, like it a is, 17 year old girl
0: obviously i mean girls got problems yeah. she is struggling to pay rent she's struggling to keep with up with all her debts and stuff and yeah so obviously to like help with that she takes on a job with one of the guys named cord anderton i believe I it is kept anderton, it anderton anderton as his maid yeah which is um, a little weird which is very weird <laughs> <as gasps> you need a maid in also can i just like acknowledge that when they said maid during the book i imagined her in one of those like skimpy maid french halloween gosh
2: <laughs> french maid outfits
0: even though that's not what she wore, it just like seemed so skeevy it did when, i mean it doesn't start out as a maid service the party that I was talking about, the Adla- Atlas. Adla- oh my gosh. Atlas. I can't say his name. Atlas shows up at is Cord Anderton's party. He throws this, like, back to school party every, every year. year and stuff. So he contacts her, trying to get in contact with, with her, her mother mom. because she used to clean the his Andertons' house. Family's mm. apartment and stuff. So, but obviously her mom's dead so she takes up the responsibility and seeing how much she made just that one night of working for him and stuff she goes back to him and basically is like
1: Permanent full-time mate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he's like he's another character that I have a little bit of a soft spot for because he's Same. a little understanding in the first book. Do I necessarily like him in the second book? No. No. But he remembers her because her mom cleaned his apartment. They obviously knew each other growing up. Great. Things are all good. He offers her a job. Okay. But throughout the course of the book. She slowly starts to fall in love with Cord,
2: which is another problematic thing because she has a boyfriend, a very serious mm-hmm. one named yes. Hiram.
1: Hyrule? It's Hiram. Hy- it's There's
2: no M at the end of that. I went Riverdale. <laughs> okay. Like, cause I remembered it was H I, and then I went Riverdale instead of Hiram.
0: It should be acknowledged. Yes, her boyfriend Hyrel, has a job as like one of the cable operators yeah, in the one elevator. Of the they yeah maintenance. Sorry, I don't know why I said cable. So he like goes into the elevator and fixes everything, which is a very important job. Important job, but also risky job. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you fall, you, you're pretty much screwed. But he doesn't make that much money, so. This guy also is <laughs> in this review I read. They call him a low life drug dealing boyfriend. Uh huh. Yes, he's a drug dealer. He's a drug dealer. Well,
1: oh, that's great. Um.
0: So yeah. Obviously, once again, girl's not making that much money even with the current job she has at um. I can. at a concession stand stand and as the maid so she comes across these things that are called spokes which is another type of drug in fictional fictional type of drug and it's kind of like an anti-anxiety sort of thing we find out that cord is the one that has these drugs but, but for a good reason they're prescribed to him because he lost um both, both of his, his parents.
1: parents. Aww, yeah.
0: Okay. He was like really young. So, yeah, another okay. kid who has an apartment to himself.
1: Okay, I was gonna yeah. ask how old But this is he
0: one was. makes a little bit more sense. He has an older brother. Yes, he has an older brother. Oh, why am I blanking on his name right now? I
2: can't remember his name right now either, but he becomes very prominent in book three. Yes.
0: Anyways, so Once again, finds these drugs in his little
2: drawer. And I kind of want to, like, explain what the drugs are, because, like you said, they're, like, an anti-anxiety. Yeah. But they're also... The way that they're manufactured is...
0: They're a stimulant.
2: Yeah, they're a stimulant. And Mm -hmm. they're, like, based off of the specific person's genetics. And so if you're a person who... It is not prescribed to taking it, the effects become like a hallucinogenic, like a like a magic mushroom in today's terms.
0: So her it should also be noted, she's a pill popping party girl. Oh yes, she is. I mean, how could you not be a pill popping party girl with a boyfriend like yours? With mm-hmm. a boyfriend like yours, your circumstances, yeah. Yeah. So she steals these drugs. Okay. To have um one of her Hyrule. I said Hyrule. Oh, I heard Hiram again. Oh, I was like, girl, I there's no M at I the said. end. I said Hyrule. Um, to sell him. However, Hyrule gets caught with these drugs in his possession. So, he is locked up. And this is where I hate her boyfriend so much. Blames her?
3: Right.
0: He, no, he doesn't blame her. He tells her. 'Cause he's got like this drug dealer friend. He's like, Hey, you're the reason why I got caught in here and stuff. I don't have the money to bail me out of jail. So you need to get me more drugs from this cord guy so I can give them to my dealer to sell them. If you don't, then I'm going to tell on you and you're going to be sent to
2: jail. Prison as an accessory. So he's blackmailing his girlfriend.
0: (laughs) Okay. These people are terrible. This is love. Right? You know, right what, here. You know
1: the couple I think of when I think of love? <laughs> These two. These two right here. These two. The drug dealer and his party pill-popping girlfriend.
2: Mm-hmm. Pretty much.
0: Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. They. There's
0: so many problematic characters, and I, like, try to understand them. I do, too. But some of them it's it just makes very it hard very hard. That. So, once again, girl goes back, steals the drugs, and she's caught by Cord's older brother. Is it Bryce? Is yes. That his name. Oh my gosh! Yes, I remembered it. I was like, it just yes. popped in my head. All douchebags are named Bryce. Can we just like Wait, put that reasons out there? Why?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes. They're just all named Bryce.
0: Right. So I'm like. He catches her. Basically is like, I don't like the relationship you have with my brother. You need to quit, break up with him, basically not get into contact with him again. Otherwise, I'm going to tell him that you're stealing the drugs. Uh So, she breaks up with him. Uh You know? Life is great. Whatever. (laughs) Um, Uh Our next point of view that we're introduced to. Two is Eris Dodd Rancid, mm-hmm. Rancid, Rads, rancid. Rancid. <laughs> I don't know. We're that
1: is go. one rancid. <laughs>
2: rancid. My brain kept doing that the entire time reading this book. I'm like,
0: it's not it. It's Rancid. Like, it's, um, it should that? be acknowledged. She's not necessarily like gorgeous and beautiful. She's relatively normal and stuff. But she's okay with how she looks. Mm-hmm. Like in this futuristic world, they're like teens are basically allowed to get genetic modifications to make them beautiful and she's okay. like you know i like who i am stuff. i think the only thing she gets modified is she gets like gold flecks gold in her
2: flecks eyes added to her eyes yeah like, which like in the color so like she's got hazel eyes and then they add like gold specking
1: oh okay yeah so it's terrible like we well, it's not, it's terrible. Like, color it's not terrible yeah, yeah. Just permanent Yeah. Yeah,
0: Okay. So she's good for her. Yeah. I'm like good for you. Loving yourself. She's content with her life. Mm -hmm. She lives on the 985th floor, so she's not in the lower section Mm. for sure. She's friends with Avery and Leah. I mean, when you first do meet Eris, you're kind of like, this girl seems like another stuff. A brat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really. Stuff. But the more you get to know her, the more she, like, just becomes, like, a very, like, down-to-earth and Mm -hmm. very, like... Especially with what happens to her character. So, yeah, after, like, the party that is thrown at the Anderton's place, she discovers that she's not actually related to this man she's believed to be Her her father and stuff. It comes to our knowledge that her mother... Cheated on her father, yeah, and so she is not the daughter of him, but actually the daughter of Letta Cole's dad. Mhm. Yeah. So Letta and
2: Eris are half sisters. Yeah. And they hate each other.
0: Like, and they hate each other, even though they're like friends. They're frenemies. They are. They're frenemies. like, they're I'll hang out with
1: you and like I'll talk to you, but I don't like it.
0: So, obviously, her father's pretty upset with this thing, and this is kind of, like, a douchebag move, though. He makes them, like, move out of their apartment that they all share together, and they have to move down to the, one of the lower floors, and stuff. It's like it's it's very like it's like four thirteen. Yeah, I oh, think that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's like super low, not what she's used to and stuff. And I honestly I think that's like a really like douchebag mood of it and stuff. It's right. like yeah, be mad at her mom, make her mom move down. But Eris had like absolutely no say. <laughs> no say. No chance this and stuff. It's like you've raised her mm-hmm. as your daughter like Yes, that's upsetting, mm-hmm. but you think he would just like put all the blame on the mom and be like, "Why do you did know you what you mean? made this mm-hmm. mistake?" But she had nothing to do with this, and I've raised her yeah. my entire life as my daughter, yeah. and she's still going to be my daughter, exactly, and stuff. But no, he just basically like
1: kicks her to the curb, blows her off. Yeah, Pretty it's much, like yeah. you're not my child, so you're not of my blood, so and I don't. How get, they, my they found out. Two
2: is in order for her to get her inheritance, right, mm-hmm. for whenever. Yeah,
0: because he's, like, this, like, famous plastic yeah. surgeon. Yeah, so okay.
2: obviously he's quite wealthy. Quite wealthy. Um, one of the stipulations for her to get her inheritance is she has to do, like, a DNA test for it to be valid. And that's how they find out that Oof. she's not
0: his kid. So, yeah, screwed up life. But then also on top of that, we know that Eris likes boys, but she comes to the realization that she also likes girls Mm -hmm. after, um, meeting this girl named Bart, oh my gosh, I read her last name first, Mariel, oh my gosh, I can't pronounce this. Falcansuelos. Falconsuelos. Yeah. Yes, I think that's it. If it's wrong, please correct me. I love to be corrected on pronunciations because I honestly just want to know how to pronounce this correctly. But yeah, she meets her on the lower floor and Marielle basically like just introduces her to this entire world. That she never knew. It's like, yeah, it sucks to be on this lower four, but there's still, like, so there's much to look-
3: things.
2: Yeah.
0: Forward to. Yeah. And You stuff. can still
2: make a good life down yeah. here, even without all the money and the glamour and, like, of the upper this floors. This is, like,
0: one of the relationships that I feel like is actually, yeah. like, very authentic. Mm-hmm. And it just slowly forms over time that you're like, okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And stuff. So- The last person we're introduced to is Watt Bacardi. He's a tech genius and professional hacker who is the one that is hired by Letta to spy on Atlas and stuff. So it should be noted that Watt has created this... I'm trying to think of what the name is. It's some form of technology. It's like a quant? Yes. A quantum... Mm, I don't know. They shorten
2: it to quant yes. the entire it's time.
0: A, it's this very powerful quant that is so powerful that it can basically like hack into anything and stuff. So obviously having something to that magnitude that allows you to do all this is very illegal too. Super illegal. And in order to not get caught and to keep this like creation he's made when he was like in it's summer a super, camp. it's a super. It's a
2: supercomputer.
0: Supercomputer exactly. He has it embedded into the back of his skull. But he made it so small that you can't tell. You can't tell that he's got it on him. And there, in this futuristic world, the people have like these things called ear antennas and contacts that allow you to basically like communicate with other people, but it's on like voice command and yeah. stuff. But because Watt has this supercomputer in the back of his mind, he's able to talk... With the computer, and she talks back, like, Mm -hmm. a human being and stuff. And he actually calls her Nadia, which is kind of funny. (laughs) Right. But, yeah. So, because of Nadia, and him being on one of the lower floors, like Rylan, and now Eris, he obviously takes up hacking jobs, which Mm. is how he comes into contact with letta and provide service to learn more of his secrets and she's just basically there to be like i want to know why he left i want to know why he came back and stuff so give me all the details and then i'll give you extra money on a bi-weekly basis just to give me updates on him 24 7. so Girl is cuckoo.
1: Crazy.
0: Cuckoo. Cuckoo. And the drugs don't
1: help. Mm-mm. It's yeah. probably intensified it. <laughs> I. It, it really did. Yeah.
0: But even without the drugs, she's just a nutcase. Mm-hmm. So, I hate her. what in his research of trying to figure out why Atlas is doing the things he does, why... Mm-hmm. My Atlas is such a peach. <laughs> Just kidding. He comes in contact with Avery when they're all out on this like big group date because Atlas asked Letta out, and then yeah. Once again, I'm like, why are you asking her and out? Avery tags along. And Avery tags Avery along.
2: Is freaking out that Atlas is going on a date. With Letta, yeah.
0: So because he's seen... Avery's
2: just as obsessive over Atlas as Letta is.
0: Yeah,
1: Two obsessive besties.
0: Yay! Uh, so oh, gross. so gross. Um, but yeah. So he runs into Avery there because Watt came there to hack into this like AR arena. That's kind of where it's they're there. It's like, like laser it's basically tag. like laser tag. Okay. Just with comes AR. there to like hack into the system so that that way. Letta and Atlas can be on the same team because Letta's such a control freak that she needs to be on the same team with him when okay. they're on a date. So Avery seeing them in the dark together, working together, runs out, and that's where he, she meets Watt, and he quickly becomes obviously infatuated. Infatuated with her because Avery's Avery, beautiful. She's girl. beautiful, and having that quantum computer that's what it's called on the back of his head he knows everything there is to know about Avery in an instant he's like ooh, which is why the thing that I have like what is a likable character Mm -hmm. but the fact that he used like all of that, to get close to Avery and think that he knows her and loves her. I'm like, no, you're just as freaking crazy as Letta. Yeah. Right. And stuff. Yeah. You're I, not- you I don't, don't love her, like you that. It's very her. manipulative. I don't like that
2: either, but he- That part of his character I can understand a little more. You come from the low- You come from downtown you have nothing and you're trying to impress the richest, genetically perfect girl- I can see why he would. I, I don't s- justify it. Yes. Mm-mm. But I can see it. I, I can't see thumbs it. Up
0: a I
1: just see it as very, like, manipulative yes. and stuff. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Okay. Using everything he knows about her to, you know, yeah. to get her to like him yeah. is just a little... Just... So,
0: obviously with him becoming infatuated with Avery, he digs more into Avery's past and it comes... <laughs> too light to that avery is in love with atlas and we also find out that the reason why atlas left was because he's in love with avery too and he came back because he can't hide his feelings for her oh. yeah <laughs> This is where I say Atlas is a freaking Mm douchebag. Like, you know you have freaking feelings for Avery, but still you're toying with Letta, Uh who you slept with, then left, and then are trying to use her as basically, like, a beard. To be like, yes, I don't have feelings for my sister. Huh? He's the worst. He's the, he worst, the worst possible he human totally being. I worst. hate him so much, and I have absolutely no idea why Avery is no. so infatuated or up.
2: That's why I have no sympathy for Avery.
0: No, I have no sympathy for They're whatever all happens to her. So literally screwed up in yeah. the head. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I literally, I have zero sympathy for her. So. Watt being upset, clearly, because he thinks he's in love with Avery, (laughs) tells everything to Letta, which basically comes to a boiling point where we find ourselves at a party thrown by Atlas and Avery because, you know, maybe they're like, Oh, we're together. Let's celebrate our love. That's what I felt like it was. (laughs) We find all five protagonists... Oh my gosh, guys, I am so sorry. I cannot talk tonight. I know what I'm saying in my head, (laughs) and then it doesn't come out right. We find all the five protagonists ending up on the top of the thousandth floor roof. Letta arrives to the party, obviously very enraged by the relationship going on between Avery and Atlas because- And coked out, pretty much. yeah. You know, she's just high on life once again. She's angry because she has a thing for Atlas and Avery's is like one of her best friends. And you know what? I don't blame her a little bit. No. I know, mean, obviously, don't come but to she's a still party. in that case. Obviously, high when you're upset, knowing the information you just found out. She's high and angry. Yes. yes. And it also should be noted that, yes, Eris and Letta are half-sisters, but Eris is the only one that knows. Mm. So when she sees Eris meeting up with her father, she thinks that Eris and her father are having an affair.
2: Yeah. So that just, like,
0: amplifies the hate towards Eris. Eris. So, obviously, this combination of anger... Leta is thinking she's losing her best friend. She just lost the guy she the only guy she's ever slept with, mm-hmm. and then she thinks that another one of her friend is screwing, is screwing around her, around dad. her dad. So this is just a concoction. A storm of crap is going to happen.
1: I thought freaking Wicked Saints was confusing. Yeah. This is No, my this is head. even more
0: confusing. Like
1: I wanna I don't like this. <laughs> but
0: yeah, this obviously causes a confrontation between the two. And inconsolable, Letta does not listen to Eris' reassurance and pushes her off the roof. Yes. So... The one character you like is dead. Is pushed Why off. would you kill her? Because Letta's coked out of her mind. She's upset. She's why couldn't she just have stumbled backwards
1: and that, that be? No.
0: No. So, this obviously reveals who the fell person was. That fell off the building. That fell off the building. And I'll be honest, when I first read that part, I thought it was Avery. Oh, and I totally I thought, thought she it was had Avery. jumped off the roof. Oh, I
2: totally did. And honestly, because, I been know, okay with it. Because, you know, the.
0: Pro- Get <laughs> <I can't laughs> If I hate Avery. I, I know. I hate Avery. I'm her sorry. Too.
2: I have no sympathy for the character. But I cannot be empathetic. Here's my her. reasoning
0: for why. When we're first introduced to Avery, she is like it is it makes her seem like, yes, she has everything, but she's not happy with her life yeah. at all. So you obviously think that this is going to drive her to, to jump. Yes. Which yeah. is sad. It but is sad. Clearly that's not the case because Atlas owns up to loving her, which is, oh my gosh. I'm sorry, I know I keep bringing this up, but this is so freaking disgusting, like, I can't even handle it.
1: By law, they are legally siblings. Yeah, it's
2: part of the story that I can't get over, and is literally the driving plot point from books one to three, and it drives
0: me nuts. I mean, I feel like this is a good instant. Where Ers death like reveals the delusionary effects of substance abuse, jealousy, yeah. anger, and stuff. So all of the things that are represented throughout the book are just showed in that one instance. yeah, they've all there
2: and stuff they've all come to a
0: clashing end. yes, which I did appreciate. I that. do too. But it leaves us on a cliffhanger because we have Eris who just fell off the roof. We've got Letta, Watt, Rylan, and Avery up all on the roof seeing what just what happened. happened. Letta, obviously in distress because she's still coped out of her mind, is like, We're not going to tell everyone. Mm. And if you tell anyone, I'm going to tell everyone all of your secrets. Yeah. Hosa. Yeah, she's too great. much blackmail, I shouldn't yeah. say
1: that. She's just
0: crazy, and I don't like her. Yeah. And stuff. She, the yes.
1: drugs have gotten too much into her head, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. just not, no. It's not
0: a good thing. No. But that is how our book ends, and leaves it up to book two. Honestly, it says cliffhanger, but I felt like this could have been a standalone book. Yeah. I totally agree. Books I two and three. It. There are was no need for books two and three. I mean, she got, like I said, she got her point across very good at the end where, yeah. like, everything just comes together. It could have ended like that. Yeah. We find out who dies at the end. Exactly. We find out that, yes, even though you have everything. That doesn't mean you are happy. That doesn't Doesn't mean mean that their life is perfect. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you're happy. And crap still happens. Exactly. And stuff. It's like I said, the grass is always greener on the other side. You don't see the crap people are going through in their actual lives. Exactly. So, I feel like she got her point across in this one book. Mm -hmm. And by adding the two other books, she ruined what she built up. One. In this book. 100%. I totally agree with that, because reading
2: books two and three, I just sat there the whole time and was like, this is so unnecessary. You wonder, you
0: wonder, like, what is the point of this? Yeah. Like, at the end of this first book, I was very, like, satisfied, and that's why I think I originally gave it a five-star rating on Goodreads and stuff, because I'm like, she did a very good job of combining everything together. Yeah. at the end however reviewing yes are there like problematic things that i'm like what is the reasoning for this and stuff but it was still overall a pretty decent book was it a little confusing yeah with all the so many povs that she added into this yes but was it a good representation of what she was going for yeah absolutely
2: i totally agree it's a very good representation of mental illness, substance abuse, love and loss jealousy jealousy. Totally get those points across, like you said. Mm-hmm. And it really it could have ended on this first book. Like you said, we got the resolution of who died, how they died, why it
3: happened mm-hmm.
2: And those are the big things. That all these kids are just basically messed up people and yeah. they need and therapy. Exactly. Yes. Like you said, grass is not always greener mm-hmm. on the other side. And I feel like her continuing on the story from books two and three really did ruin the points that she made in the first book. Exactly. Because then you lose those components of mental illness, substance abuse.
0: I felt like it just became a way to like make more money.
2: It did. It became a sob story. Yes, especially exactly. for Avery.
0: Exactly. It became
2: a sob she story. She tried all to have this Avery. viewing
0: them. She was like, she tried to change the characters she created. Yeah. In the first book. Yeah. Which I found very disappointing because. I did too. I loved how she didn't make all her characters likable. Yeah. A lot of them were frustrating. A yeah. lot of them had actual human emotions that yeah. all of us deal with today. Real human We're not qualities. going to make the correct decision. Yeah. Especially as teenagers. Yeah. With as much power as the upper floor levels have. did. I'm pretty sure the majority of us would have done the stupid crap. I'm not saying we all would have gone into incest because oh, <sighs> that's weird. But... We get jealous when we see other guys, yeah, flirting, being flirted with, especially with your friends. I mean, exactly. that's a very common girl code, guys. I mean, exactly. That's out there. Drug abuse, very common thing among teams. Teams? teens, 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 mm-hmm. teens, teens, teens. Obviously, yeah. and mental illness is huge. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: so for her to go. Then in books two and three. And
0: completely changed change the characters. characters. Exactly. It, it it's
2: almost disrespectful to her own characters.
0: Exactly.
2: Because she wrote them this way, obviously, for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And then for her to
0: backtrack. To make her characters more likable so that yeah. people would continue reading the book. Yeah. Exactly. Not not even necessarily more likable. Because I mean, in book two. I feel two, like she was trying to accomplish making them more likable, yeah. but they just came off more annoying. Than yeah, anything. and
2: we'll get into what we mean by more likable in next week's episode when I cover the second book. But she really did try to make certain characters more likable, but I feel like she kept trying to push the storyline of Avery and Atlas. Throughout books two and three, which makes
0: me wonder. I'm like, obviously, that's what she wanted from the very beginning. So she's trying to imply that this is okay, which it's It's not. Not okay. Yes, are they not biologically
1: related?
2: No. No. But it doesn't matter. Like Morgan said, you on paper,
0: (laughs) are legally brother
1: brother and sister, like by law they are considered siblings. And
0: obviously yeah. they both know this is wrong because they're trying yeah. to deny their feelings, but she continually pushes to this... try and justify yes.
2: that it's okay. It's not okay. And that is the really big problem that I had with this book. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody knows that this is not okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Which you're trying why... to push the point. I mean, so that's what hard. I thought
0: was the first she was trying to come up point. Yeah. Oh my gosh, wow, I just messed up that sentence. I thought that was the point she was trying to come across in the first book, was that this is messed up and everybody knows it and stuff, so this is where the problem becomes problematic. Exactly, but then I feel like she followed more so the Lita
2: Mm -hmm. storyline of Mm obsessive-compulsive and drug addiction and mental illness. I feel like she followed that through, and then in book two, it was just like, oh, all about Avery and her weird, messed up <laughs>
3: romantic
0: feelings for her brother. Yeah. Like. It's. It. It's weird. It's weird, and I hate it. Yeah.
2: Like, when you told me to read this book, and, like, I read the back, and I'm like,
0: oh, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I had only read the first book when I told exactly. you to read this book. And I. I still like the first book. I'll be honest, it's a very good storyline. I don't mind the first book. She was trying to come to these certain points throughout the book, which I felt came to, as I said, a very good point at the end where it shows all these components to, like, why this happened and stuff. So I still enjoy reading the first book. Oh, I
2: totally agree with you. The first book is fine, but... Like you said, you had only recommended mm-hmm. the first book to me. You hadn't gotten to books two and three. But once I picked it up and I started to get into it, it's just, it's not one of my favorites. Yeah. Like, I totally appreciate the plots, or the, more, more so the subplots, mm-hmm. because they're all different stories, if we're being honest, that culminate into one story at the end of the book. Right. And so I totally appreciate that. But I really, I just I have a problem it with Avery. It could have been, yeah. It could have been
0: better. Mm-hmm.
2: If, maybe if Avery just wasn't genetically modified to be the most beautiful girl ever, maybe I'd have more sympathy for her. <laughs> I get that that's, like, a big problem for I her. Mean,
0: I guess that's, like, maybe what she's trying to show is, yes, she's genetically modified to be yeah. the most beautiful person ever, but doesn't that doesn't mean, mean that she... she's always happy. Yeah. But as a
2: person who has really bad self-image, I can't sympathize
0: with yeah, that. Yeah, I understand that.
2: I'm like, I wish my skin was clear and perfect, that my hair was long, blonde, and beautiful, uh-huh. that I was skinny and...
0: I'm not necessarily saying i want to be rich right. but i'd like to have more money than i do
1: yeah i
0: can't sympathize with her character. i understand that yeah and i feel like that's a lot very hard for a lot of teens that are like struggling yeah. with bad self images yeah for themselves i mean yeah it's hard to feel bad for a character that's basically perfect, perfect. on the outside yeah. and then she's sitting there whining about how she can't be it's, with yeah. her brother it's mm-hmm. which is just gross
3: it's
2: like
0: <laughs> For you to give that
2: character that problem mm-hmm. it just feels counterproductive. If you were exactly. going to give her any kind of problem, I feel like she should have had more of a mental health problem. Yes. Exactly. I then I think sympathize Maybe
0: she's, with her. Yeah, because I'm like... Yeah, I, I honestly don't like Avery in the first book at all. She's like not one book. of my favorite <laughs> characters. I don't like her in the second book. So far, I don't like her in the third exactly. book. And stuff... I honestly feel like Avery just could have been cut out of the entire thing, or and nothing would have been affected. Yes, or change her like character. Yeah, altogether. Yeah. Character if you want her to still be beautiful, then give her like some sort of mental health issues. Yeah. Where, Cause like I struggle with body image and stuff. Mm-hmm. Am I blonde? Yes. Am I skinny? Yes. Am I told I'm beautiful a lot of the time? Yes. Do I still have a very low opinion of myself? Of yes. And stuff, which I felt like that would have been a very more yes. realistic thing yes. because a lot of people don't realize even yeah. if you are like seen to be as pretty, as beautiful, yes. as coveted and stuff. That doesn't mean exactly. that we don't have body images exactly. ourselves. If I gain five pounds, I feel like I'm fat I and stuff, which totally probably you. comes offensive to other people, no. but we all have our own issues. And I feel like that was what she was trying to convey
1: but with this book.
0: Not. But giving Avery, the perfect girl, the issue of being like in, in love, love with, with her, her brother. brother yeah. Yeah. That's I can't feel
2: bad for her. No. I can't feel bad for really anything that happens to her. To her. Because the thing that happens to her is like It's oh, not no. sad,
0: it's gross. No, exactly. Yes. And that's
2: why I I can't deal with her. No. Like, do I love Letta? No. But can I understand she her more character reliable? more? Exactly. Yes, because she has mental health character. and drug abuse issues. I can totally relate mm-hmm. to her character more than I could to Avery's. Exactly. I could sympathize with Letta a lot more, even though she's messed up. Oh, but totally. there's so 100%. many people out here in the real
1: world who are messed up. Mm-hmm. Like a woman scorned. Yes, like exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm like... I
1: don't like Letta as a
0: character. She's like the worst possible human being. Oh, yeah. But do I still feel for her during certain times in the book? Yes, so much. Especially when I, this is what, once again, why I say at. I hate Atlas so much is when he's freaking playing with her emotions. He knows he loves Avery. He knows that he has feelings for her but once again he's using Letta as a beard to cover Mm -hmm. up and hide these feelings and stuff and he knows what he's done to her. He knows he took her
1: virginity and he's still going to play these stupid games with her. People aren't born crazy. They grow into it. Mm -hmm. It's like just constantly being thrown into this ring of like just a lot of backlash and a lot of just like she feels rejected almost and so I can relate to that like Kinsey
0: said is she the most likable character no No. is she relatable yes Yes, very much so Mm -hmm. yeah and stuff and
2: that's like the biggest issue that I have with the book the book yeah like you said you could have cut avery you could have out. cut
0: avery out or given her a, a different, different problem than being in love with your brother exactly the girl that has everything doesn't have everything
1: she can't have she can't her brother have her brother i'm like ew what what is that right. that's not an issue no that's, that's not an issue
0: that's just her being full of herself exactly. and wanting what she can't have exactly and so i just yeah yeah I feel
2: like I've made my point as best I can.
0: We've gotten our feelings out. Now, with that being said, I feel like this is a good time for reviews. I think I'll start off with this. Go for it. Because, listening to the podcast, I haven't given my review first in a hot minute. So, um, like I said, I originally gave this a five-star review once again, because like yes, I did feel like it gave so many different things to the book where it dealt with substance abuse, it dealt with jealousy, it dealt with yes, you may have everything, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean your life is gonna be perfect. Not implying Avery. No, I'm just thinking any of the like, towers. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And stuff. And so I really like how it all came together to show in that one point mm-hmm. at the end. Now, going back through and seeing certain problems, would I give it a five-star rating? No. I'd more give it so a four and stuff. Because it's still... It was a very good book, especially for it being her first book. Yeah. So, for me,
1: it was a four. I agree.
2: Let's hear from Morgan. Morgan. hasn't read
1: the book. (laughs) Her brain hurts. (laughs) I keep jumping back and forth. It's coming for a 2.5 or a three. (laughs) Oh my gosh! (laughs) Like, honestly... You're gonna give the next two books, like, a negative four. Yeah. It... Okay, I haven't read the book, again, like you said, mm-hmm. but just from listening to it, I think I'm gonna give it a three. Morgan doesn't like books that make her head hurt. They make my head hurt <laughs> or like, make me feel I don't blame extremely uncomfortable. Like, this whole time, I was, like, moving around. I just wanted to <laughs> crawl out of my own skin. It's just, I think I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. Only because I do like the relatable characters. Mm-hmm. Like, not everybody's perfect. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. But what's really pissing me off is not even that she's in love with her brother. I think that's disgusting. Why the heck are there towers just in the middle with nothing? Like, yeah, yeah. I have to, yeah. I have to have that in any mm-hmm. book. There has to be a reason. Like in Divergent, they like the whole world went to crap, so they're like experimentation in this little area. Right. Hunger Games, there was a gigantic war, so they separated into districts and like there has to be a motive for why this is the way it is and it never got to the point no and I it never will either and that just that's that's what's knocking it down for me is that they never talk about it like hearing you guys saying that they never talk about it it just makes me so uncomfortable but this once again like proves my
0: point of why this could have been a standalone book yes that I wouldn't mm -hmm. be sitting here searching for all these questions Mm -hmm. and being like Okay, why is this happening? Yeah, if it was just a standalone book, you know yeah. her point would have just been to get across the certain themes that we've yeah. brought in. Well, and, yeah. But she decided to turn this into a series. So if you're doing that, you obviously have to give us answers you to need
2: everything. need to give us answers. Things need to be need-driven. Yes. If they're not need-driven, why are they there? They mm-hmm. could have been pulled.
1: Well, and then also... I've read a lot of mental illness books and a lot of, like, I've read I Was Here and, again, Coral. Like, I've read both of those books, standalone books, and I've loved that because they got to the point and it was made clear for why things needed to happen. Well, it's just like in our last book, House of Salt and yes,
0: another standalone book,
1: it came to
0: everything it was meant Mm -hmm. to come to. And still, like, a timely fashion that Mm -hmm. didn't have me wondering, like, why, Mm -hmm. what was, why Mm -hmm. is this the way it is? Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. And that's just, I have a lot of, like, if it has to do with, like, a lot of, like, substance abuse, mental health, like, all that stuff, I don't, like, unless the storyline has built a lot more, like, it has a lot more added to it instead of just, like a bunch of people's lives in a tower, in a you tower. know, it's just, it just, it reminds me of keeping up with the Kardashians or something, <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah, I think right yeah I for sure, right. like, it just, it reminds me of, like, a bunch of rich people that has their issues, right, and so, I just, I don't relate to that kind of drama, yeah. either. Like, I've never been a fan of that kind of stuff. Um, I so. love keeping up with the Kardashians. Not because I like the Kardashians, <laughs> but I love... Like the drama. You yes. like the drama. Like, that's also why you guys liked watching Jersey Shore growing exactly. up and stuff like that's that. That's why I am... Jersey Shore still. I watch Family like, Vacation. Exactly.
0: That's so. why I watch The Bachelor. Come on. And, but I've never just... slept to see people making fools of themselves. So it makes me feel
1: better But about knowing my... Me, I've never been able to connect to shows like that.
2: I don't necessarily connect, I just like to watch other people's
1: lives. (laughs) But, like, reading a book, I probably, not gonna lie, would have gotten bored halfway through and jumped onto another book. And that's just the type of reader I am. It's not like I try and get through books, but if I don't, if I strongly just don't like it and I feel like I'm wasting my time, I will not continue. Well, I'll be honest, this
0: is why it's taken me so Mm -hmm. long to read the series. I finished the first book in 2018, I finished the second book in 2019, and I've just barely gotten to the yeah. third book. It's because, like, a part of me is still interested by this, yeah. and then there's that other part of me that's like, I don't want to read this. I-, I think I
2: finished the trilogy because I'm a completist. Yeah. Did I necessarily want to read books two or three? Actually, no. I wanted to read book two because... <laughs> It had better reviews than book three. Did I want to read book three? Well,
0: they still sell book two in Barnes & Noble. You can't find book three in Barnes & Noble. I had to order a copy online, which I hate doing because, if y'all know me, I love to keep my books in pristine condition. So when I go into a Barnes & Noble, I literally just search through Mm -hmm. the stack trying to find the best copy but unfortunately i had to order it online and it came with an ink stain and crinkled pages at the back this is why i, I got mine online
2: i got mine in store and it came weirdly printed oh, like yeah. the page cutter didn't cut the pages like this one page got folded in oh, and yeah. so it, like cut weird and the pages like really long i don't All right. know it uh, uh, seems legit. But, but then they, like, folded it back in instead of just cutting it. <laughs> to be it.
1: like, this didn't happen. Pretty <laughs> much,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Pretty much. So, that's why I gave it a three. I liked the characters. I think that it was really fascinating that she decided to do five points of views. Mm-hmm. I liked that they were relatable, and that's why I got a little higher, but not extremely high. Right, But, again... I have a big problem with random towers just being there just because. <laughs> and, of Vargin course. hates random towers. Let that and be noted. also, no incest, please. <laughs> incest Let's is n- not, not best. best. No. Let's not do, do that. that. No. Like, I would rather not have you daydreaming about having sex with your legal brother. Like, that's just not... <laughs> yep. I don't just like that. I down for that. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm glad it wasn't her, like biological brother because
0: I'll be honest that would have made me that more for, more when you button. read that first chapter, it doesn't imply that they're adopted siblings until like a little bit further on. So you know You're I sitting, you're sitting there for a good minute being like girl wants to F her, her brother. Brother.
2: But Ugh. again yeah. you don't know if they're biological or not because so that they change know. point of view so
1: fast. Yes. Exactly. Nothing against the author just I think it was well done for her first book. Yes. I think that's very cool that she decided to she do that. She definitely made it unique. Mm-hmm. Like I've never heard of anything like yeah. this. So props to her for making it very mm-hmm. different. Just not one of my favorites. Right. From and I haven't even read it. It's just not
0: probably <laughs> never will. But what? I
1: don't feel like I think I can this go on, on without it. We read this. it so you don't have to. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Alright, Kinsey, your review. Three stars. Three stars. Okay. book one, three stars. <laughs>
2: because, like Morgan and Chelsea said, I do like that there are these tropes of mental illness, drug abuse, mm-hmm. things that are relatable mm-hmm. to real life. Do I have problems with some of the characters? Obviously, I've made that very clear. <laughs> um... But, yeah, for her first novel, it's well written. You can tell that she did research. I don't feel like she did enough research into world building. Mm -hmm. Because, like Morgan said, there's no point, really, to the Mm -hmm. towers. There's never a description why we have these towers. Mm -hmm. If we would have had that description, maybe I would have given it, like, three and a half but because we don't and they don't feel the tower doesn't really feel pertinent to the plot. Yeah. I just can't. Mm-mm. So yeah, I have a lot more thoughts on books 2 and 3.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to those. We'll next get there. Week. um but yeah, so with my 4-star rating, Morgan's 3-star rating and Kinsey's 3-star rating, that actually brings us to a 3.33 rating. So this is definitely one of our lowest books it is we have lowest. reviewed so far. I believe all the books we've reviewed have been in the four star category, four whereas two, this yeah. one yeah I have has it all dropped yeah. to a three star. This is our lowest book officially, but since it is, it did reach three stars or higher. We will be doing a makeup look, which I'm kind of excited for because I had a pretty good idea. So I was hoping this book would get a three or a a little bit higher so that way I could do Mm. the look. Finally, have an idea for the first book and have no idea for the two other books so hopefully they don't I, get uh, oh I'm just kidding maybe I not wouldn't, wouldn't we'll see like if you want to see those makeup looks though you can follow us on our Instagram page at beauty underscore and the dot book I have not posted the look for House and Salt and Sorrows yet. I am so excited for this look, but like I said, my brain has been a little bit muddy today. You'll probably see it by the time this episode comes out, because I am getting extensions put in my hair on Saturday, and I think this look would be perfect to have long hair in. But, yeah, Kenzie, if they want to follow you, where can they reach you at? You can follow me at Kenzie
2: underscore reads underscore on Instagram.
1: And then you can follow me. Who are you? My name is Morgan. (laughs) Sorry. Who is this? Who Who is is this? this? My name is Morgan. (laughs) You can follow me at Boris underscore Watts 16. That is my Instagram and my TikTok. So nice. if you want to see some funny vids, go and
0: follow. Go me follow TikTok. Boris. Boris is great. Mm, chels, where And they find you. Um, no. if you are just interested in seeing more of my makeup looks that aren't book inspired, you can follow me at chels underscore watts underscore beauty. I do hair. I do makeup. I do it all. <sighs> that sounds so cute. Um, but yeah like we said next week we will be reviewing the dazzling heights which kinsey will be doing our review for us she is going to have more to say say. on this book series it will be better laid out because she she's she's so good and my review of Towering Sky will be a lot better. I promise you guys. I feel like this was decent. I feel like it was decent. And we had a lot to say, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like because so. we, uh, we have enough to say, we're good. We filled up an hour. We're good. We're so good. We got funny. this. But, yeah, thank you for joining us, guys. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.